you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Coming up on Total Access, The Locker Room. Who did the most John with you this season, man? What DB? Because I got to look at them game stats to see if they turned you up or if they kind of got in your head a little bit. The first game I started, Malcolm Butler was you know at me. Uh, you know, the first. Ooh, first you gave him off work. The rip, <laughs> off the rip. So, <laughs> off the rip. So, um, work. I had 175 yards at that game. Welcome to the NFL Total Access, the locker room. I'm Brian Billick. Michael Robinson uh, couldn't be with us. So I'm joined now by former lockdown corner, three-time pro bowler, D'Angelo Hall. D'Angelo, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, coach. Excited to be here. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Now, we're going to let you guys in on what it's like for players and coaches really talk about inside the locker room. Today, we're going to talk to rookie standout Justin Jefferson about his breakout season. It was really a joy. We're going to hear about what what it was like for him to come in and do and break all the records of Randy Moss. Yeah, coach. And we're also going to listen to this dude tell us who reached out to him, what other celebrities in the football world, what other celebrities outside of football that said, hey, man, you are balling, young fella. Well, Dee, let's bring this young rookie phenom in, Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. Justin, thanks for joining the uh, the podcast and the Inside the Locker Room. Oh, no problem, no problem. Now, Justin, you know that the NFL stands for not for free league, right? So it costs, <laughs> it costs to get into this podcast, and the, and the entry fee is you got to give us a good locker room story. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Okay. I have uh, a plenty of locker room stories, uh, especially from LSU. But um, I mean, this year, uh, when I had the, the 175 yard game, uh, you know, all of my teammates were just coming up to me and just congratulating me and just really just saying you're exciting to watch. And that was really the first time they really see me uh, in action uh, for the first time. So, yeah. uh, it was kind of good to, to get all of those uh, responses and all of those congratulations. All right, well, all right. Go ahead, D. No, no, I, no, I'm just going to sit back and listen here now because no. we got, <laughs> Justin, we've got a three-time Pro Bowler cornerback that was known to, to, to talk in his day as well now. So I just want to listen yeah. to you two go talking about it. Well, you know, Justin talked a little bit about, you know, guys in that locker room 
saying coming up to him and saying, "Hey, man, you're the guy." Like with it, with, with it not being an off season, right? Not being training yeah. camp and OTAs and all of that to really get out there, work with some of the older guys, work with some of the even the vets that are young corners, and you know, for the Vikings, how has like the void, you know? knowing you had to replace Stefan Diggs. Did you feel that pressure without stepping on the field yet? Um, I mean, ever since I had got drafted and everybody knew I was going to Minnesota Vikings, that was the whole talk. You know, me just coming and replacing Stefan Diggs. Am I going to be the next Stefan Diggs? Um, and I mean, I've I seen the comments. I've seen all the, all the responses, but uh, I use that as, as fuel to my game. Um, I wanted to be the next Justin Jefferson. I don't want to, I don't want to be uh, Stefan Diggs replacement. So um, I just really just wanted to come in and just be be my own person and set my own mark. Well, I got I got to chime in a little bit because I, I go back. I was with the Vikings for nine years, Justin. This goes way back. You probably weren't even born when I was at the Vikings. <laughs> but I was Randy Moss's coach when he was a rookie. And, and that's what everybody keeps talking about is you coming in, you're breaking Randy Moss's records. And, and that's, that, that's saying something. I got two questions, really. One, and it's from a bigger perspective. You, were, you had a phenomenal year. You're going to be Offensive Rookie of the Year. There were four wide receivers taken before you. What, what did we miss? What did the league miss? How come? I mean, it's great that you were – and they're good guys, Ruggs and Judy and Lamb and Rager, but you're the one – that, right. that set the yeah. records and what when at, at, from the standpoint of what did we miss in you? I mean, the whole the whole league wanted to know, am I going to be that versatile receiver? Am I going to be able to do inside and outside? Um, and was I fast enough? Um, you know, am I going to be able to be a, a deep threat? Um, but I mean, they just felt like those other guys had or was able to, to do a better performance than I did. Uh, but I mean, I don't. I don't blame them at all. I'm glad I fell to Minnesota. I fell yeah. to a perfect situation, um, you know, just with, with Kirk, uh, with Adam, Delvin, the whole offense, the defense that we have. Uh, we have a phenomenal team. And once everybody is back and healthy, uh, we're going to be doing some extremely good things this, this upcoming season. Yeah. Well, Justin, as a rookie, you know, a lot of a lot of – DBs tend to try to go out there and take advantage of the rookie, but it didn't work quite in their favor this season. You came out, you know, like I said, running those routes. Talk a little bit about that week three game, 175 yards. Tell us what kind of went into, the, you know, that week of preparation against the Titans. What did you see and what, you know, what gave you that, you know, that much success in that ball game? Passing right. Jefferson, yes, on the run. Angles left to the 20, and he is gone. What a day. What a day for the rookie, Justin Jefferson. I mean, Coach Kubiak, um, he texted me right after that uh, week two game. Uh, he was like, you know, we're going to give you the opportunity to start this week. Uh, you know, this is your time to, to show what you have. And, uh, you know, this is this your opportunity to shine. So um, that whole week I just took it into consideration is this is this is my opportunity. He's giving me an opportunity to do what I have to do. And I got to make the most of that opportunity. Uh, so. In practice, we're setting up plays for me to to get open. Uh, you know, some some deep plays, and um, and the and the game came. Um, I just relaxed, gave one deep breath, and uh, just just went out there and just did my thing. Um, and Kirk set me up with some deep throws, perfect throws, and I just made a play after the catch. When I had Randy, I was really fortunate because I had some great mentors for him. Chris Carter, Jake Reed, and, of course, Randall Cunningham. Your first day when you get there, 
And where, because obviously, as D knows, you got the young guys, you got to latch on to some older guys. You got to see, okay, how does this work? What is it to be a professional? Who are some of the guys you latched on that kind of showed you the way? Well, first off, Adam. Um, Adam definitely showed me a way uh, with different things that DBs do in the NFL, um, you know, different techniques to use, different ways to get off press. Um, you know, he helped me with the playbook also. So he definitely was that, that big mentor for me coming in, um, especially not having any preseason or, or anything and having to learn a whole playbook over, you know, Zoom. So um, that whole process was difficult for me. So uh, when I came here, um, he just welcomed me with open arms and uh, just really just gave me an insight on the NFL. Yeah, well, you talk about Adam Thielen, man. You know, I had the opportunity to go against Adam Thielen, and I tell you what, man, one of the most underrated route runners in the game, hands down, man. The dude can do it all. One yeah. of the reasons I actually retired, you know, I played against Adam Thielen <laughs> one of my last games playing, and I said, oh, man, I'm out here getting cooked. I got I to gotta go back home. It's time to um, go. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go. But you talk about learning from a guy like, like Adam Thielen. You know, how much has a guy, too, like Kirk Cousins taught you about you know, how to get in that route, how to get out, throwing with anticipation. I know a lot of times in the college game, you know, they tend to wait for you to get open to throw that football. Yeah. Now, you know, before you get out your break, that ball is up on you. Bam, you got to try to catch that flash. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Well, just that starts off in practice, uh, just having that connection with Kurt, uh, just talking to him how exactly he wants the route ran and where exactly I need to be on the field. Uh, so uh, that just comes with staying after practice or, um, you know, getting extra reps in, in between periods, uh, just trying to trying to build that connection with him. Um, you know, this is my rookie year and I'm out there starting uh, pretty much every snap. So uh, we had to build that connection fast. And um, I mean, we did a pretty good job our first year. Cousins play action, boots out to the left. He'll pass to the right. There's Jefferson. Touchdown. JJ! You know, you came out of a program in LSU where you're used to playing into January, but it's different in the NFL, let alone all. I can't, I just can't imagine what you as players dealt with in terms yeah. of, you know, the learning and the COVID and the in and out and all the tech. That, even that aside, talk about for young players like yourself. At what point? Because there's got to be some point. I found it was usually about mid November that the rookies are kind of going. Dang, this is a long year now. <laughs> yeah, um, my coach was telling me about, um, you know, they call it the rook, the rookie wall or something like yeah. that. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, surprisingly, I didn't really hit the rookie wall the whole year. Uh, but um, around about week 15, that's when I was like, oh, wow, this this is a long season. Um, and, I mean, different guys is telling me how long the season lasts, and we didn't even reach the playoffs. So imagine having uh, playoff games act, uh, after those 17 weeks. So, um, I mean, guys around the locker room have been telling me different ways to, uh, you know, better my body, making sure my body is right for, for, for every week. And so uh, my body lasts, you know, years. Yeah. Hey, Justin, so Coach mentioned uh, C.D. Lamb. He mentioned Jerry Judy, um, Henry Ruggs. He mentioned all those guys that played in the SEC. Um, I'm going to mention two guys, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, that played at LSU a little bit before your time. Um, where do you think if I said, give me two guys, two receivers, two other receivers at LSU that, that probably would could compare to those two guys, could take on those two guys as far as numbers and just um, exciting plays, electric on the football field with the ball in their hands. Would you put yourself in, in Jamar Chase in that category? 
Hundred percent, hundred percent. We set we set records. We set we set records. We did things that you know no other receiver duo did ever. So, um, I mean, just being with him and competing with him with yards, touchdowns. We had bets at the beginning of the season who was going to get the most yards, touchdowns. So um, it was exciting going against him uh, and and playing with him. Um, I mean. I wish I could really go back uh, last year and relive that whole year. It, it was amazing. So now yeah. I'm gonna say we can tell OBJ and Juice that y'all y'all were nicer than them at LSU. I like it. We gonna, we gonna, I like that. We gonna go on the record and say that because yeah, y'all numbers, bro. Y'all made yeah. stuff happen out there on the football yeah. field, man. It was amazing to watch. Go ahead, Coach. So I was saying two things, really, Justin. You're and I alluded to it earlier, but but part of I think wide receiver next to quarterback is the toughest adjustment coming into the NFL. People talk about a lot of different, just because of what, you know, all of a sudden you got to face guys like D hall and, and their, their ability. And, 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 and every week it's good guys. And I started out, I'm D hall. You know, like I said, he liked to kind of get in your head a little bit. And I mean, obviously there are guys that do that. Are you, do you kind of jaw back? Do you just kind of ignore them? How do you deal with the guys that want to, you know, pick and pick and peck a little bit? (laughs) <laughs> um, well, me, I'm, I'm a type of person. I don't talk to until they talk to me first. So if they're drawing at me first, then I'm going to give a couple words and I'm going okay. to, you know, let my play do the talking. But, um, I mean, guys like that is, I, I enjoy going against guys like that. Uh, cause it, it motivates me and it, it makes me compete out there. So, um, me and my brothers always used to, you know, jaw at each other and, and talk with each other and you know, okay. basketball, playing football. So, um, I mean, it, it just feels like, you know, in the backyard, just playing with my bros. you big, big brothers or little brothers. Where, where were you? Big brothers. Older so you got an older brother. Oh, so you know what it is to get picked. Oh, yeah. You're you're used to them talking John at yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, you got to play through that sometimes. Sometimes you just got to play through that. So, Justin, who did the most John with you this season, man? What DB? Because I got to look at them game stats to see if they turned you up or if they kind of got in your head a little bit. Well, the first the first game I started, Malcolm Butler was John at me. Uh, you know, the first. Ooh, first you gave him work. Rip. <laughs> off the rip, so <laughs> off the rip, so um, I had 175 yards on, uh, that game. Fires it right, caught Jefferson, and the rookie turns on the burners near side. Justin Jefferson showing the skills. Seven catches, 175 yards. The next game was um, the Saints. The Saints definitely. CJ definitely was drawing a lot. Marshawn Lattimore definitely was was drawing a lot, so I had 85 that game. So um, I mean, I had pretty decent games when when they drive. No doubt. That's good. Well, you, you had some interesting. You know, you go for, and I know both coaches very well. You know, Coach Orgeron in LSU, defensive guy and great guy. Hard to I understand about every other word Coach Orgeron <laughs> says because he's just he's got that thick Louisiana Cajun draw. And I gotta yeah. now. What did you say? And and Coach Zimmer, Coach Zimmer, who's kind of a, more of a you know, tight, I don't want to say closed mouth, yeah. but he doesn't, Coach Zimmer doesn't say a lot. But also, to talk about your, your your experiences with different head coaches like that. Coach O definitely brings the energy. Um, he is definitely a high-tempo coach. You know, he likes to be fired up. But um, Coach Zimmer, he, he likes to, you know, be laid back and, and watch everything. He likes to uh, see what every, everything is going on. He likes to, you know, give us a little, uh, a little speech before the game, but it's not, you know, like a, Coach Odron level, but um, I mean, I like how how both coaches are. 
Had you has Zim had to get on you yet now? Because I had Zim in Atlanta. He was my D coordinator <laughs> for a year. And I tell you what, I love Zim, but Zim boy, Zim, Zim could get on you pretty good now. He old school. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh but I mean I, I don't really I don't really mess up like that. So I never really gave him <laughs> the opportunity to really yell at me. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. That is the best way to do it for sure. I get asked all the time when I'm traveling about. People are always asking me about fantasy football. Well, who should I take in fantasy? You know, I'm going, well, when I got fired, I didn't get fantasy fired. I got fired for real. So I don't do fantasy football, but my grandson and everybody is in. As players, do you guys get into the fantasy stuff and uh, get drawn into guys and how you're doing this in fantasy leagues and all that, Justin? Not, not at all. Um, to be honest, we kind of hate when people come up to us and, and- talked about fantasy and you know what we did for the team on fantasy because i mean we live in the real life so mm-hmm. we're not really worrying about you know people's fantasy teams uh i mean we, we're going out there competing for a, a super bowl so uh all that fantasy stuff we really don't you know pretty much care about justin how much have we just saw the tip of the iceberg with you you know I, I you know i think back i don't watch a lot of college football but i remember watching you route up aj terrell and i thought aj terrell was a dog right and i'm watching this kid at, 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 at lsu just routing him up and i'm like dog what is he doing and then i watch you get in the league and i see you routing cats up routing really good dbs up kyle fuller i mean you had great games against the bears i mean really good defenses have you noticed like teams playing you differently toward the end of the season than at the beginning? Like you said, Malcolm Butler, he probably was out there by himself, had no clue what was coming. Yeah. I'm sure by week 14, 15, hey, dog, we rolling the coverage over yeah. here. Where is he Let's at? Let's get somebody over the top here. Yeah, give me some help. <laughs> um, uh, 100%. Uh, you know, week three, you know, just like you said, Malcolm Butler was just, you know, man and man on me. But, uh, I mean, when we got to about week, 13, 14, definitely, you know, safety over top, uh, you know, cornerbacks playing a little soft and not, not trying to, you know, get beat deep. So uh, that defense definitely, you know, changed, changed the way they played. Yeah. As you, you know, so, so, and again, you, you came into the league in, in a way that no one has ever had to deal with it before. Uh, hopefully God willing, Things kind of get under control. What are you looking forward to if indeed now there's going to be more interaction, you can get back into the club? Because that's really from year one to year two, that growth between the end of year one and going into year two. As a coach, that's where I'm really seeing, okay, this is where a young player really is great and good, as good a year as you had. That's where that next step come. What are you looking on, working on, or doing to step into that next year? Well, um, you know, I've I definitely been looking at film and uh, trying to see different things that I, I need to work on. And uh, there's definitely a lot that I need to work on, things that I need to touch up on, uh, just working on my releases, working on man coverage, uh, just trying to get open, uh, you know, just trying to trying to see the different disguises of defenses. So uh, definitely some things that I need to, to learn, uh, you know, just going, going after my, my first year, uh, there's a lot of things that I, I have, you know, experienced and, and seen. So um, definitely things will be different going into year two. You know, before we started, my kids came in here hitting the gritty, bouncing all around. I'm telling you how it's been a movement, um, just the success of your game, um, 
the gritty dance move itself and and, and kind of you know it's, it's it's very similar to kind of how the obj movement took form took 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 shape and took form and yeah. it's funny both of y'all are lsu dudes but what star has reached out to you unexpectedly that you didn't expect to you know whether it's social media uh reached out indirectly through somebody else that just so happens to be a fan because you know that's what happens right even though you're a fan of lebron and, and curry and all these other dudes they fans of you you as well yeah um i mean there's a there's a, a good bit of people that reached out to me uh that i wouldn't even you know, expect to give me the biggest out. name. Give me a big name, bro. I need a big name. Okay, a big name. <laughs> um, well, well, in football, well, just in football, um, you know, me just watching Devontae Adams for so long. Oh, uh, yeah, me, uh, me, you know, me watching his tape, seeing different releases, mm-hmm. different routes that he ran. Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, was definitely a big fan of him. Um, yes. you know, of course, Odell Jarvis. Um, you know, Chad Ochocinco. So, you know, just different different names that I've been. You got some dudes for a long time since I was small. Yeah, yeah since I was small. Yeah, so, what about outside of football yeah. now? You in Miami. Did did Ross reach out? I I've seen Ross a couple <laughs> times down there in the MIA. Who who else outside of football? Now I'm living through you right now, brother. I didn't get to make the Pro Bowl as a rookie. I had to wait till year <laughs> two. So you made it as a rookie. So tell me, it's gotta be somebody else. Uh, 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 outside of outside of football. Well, I was a big Wale fan, so Wale okay. definitely reached out to me, and uh, you know we we followed each other and stuff. So that was, I love that's Wale. My that's my dude. Now, don't tell me you're a Wale fan, fan because yeah. I will get in trouble for tampering trying to get you to Washington. Believe that <laughs> I have Wale calling you, NFL. Y'all can y'all can, y'all can come yeah. at me because I will be recruiting this kid whenever we get an opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, sure. I, I gotta. Where, where, uh, where did the gritty dance come from, Justin? Where, um, where did, where did that start? So, um, in, in New Orleans, this uh, kid named Gritty, he he goes to Landry Walker, and um, you know, a lot of a lot of us from LSU, we're from Louisiana or from New Orleans, so uh, a lot of guys knew who he was, and uh, he started doing this dance on social media, and um, he called it the Gritty. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot of us seeing it and we started doing it around the locker room, just, you know, playing with it a little bit. And uh, going into um, my junior season, um, you know, we were like, I'm going to do it for my, my touchdown celebration. You know, nobody has ever did it before. So uh, I might start a trend by doing it. Yeah. So, uh, Texas game. Texas game, I started my first. Um, I, I scored my, my the first touchdown and. Uh, I did it, and after that, it, we was on SEC Network doing it, and uh, it just and you know you big. know why it took off though because you scored eighteen touchdowns, yeah. so that was yeah. eighteen yeah. times. Yeah. You got to see you doing so, that, hey. and everybody else started doing it. <laughs> oh man, super super dope, right. bro. <laughs> Repetitions, and that's right. Yeah. You got to you got to deliver the goods. So, Justin, thanks so much. We really appreciate it, D Hall. Uh, great perspectives. And that'll do it for this episode of Total Access: The Locker Room. For more insight with a locker room point of view, check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and Fridays on Apple and Spotify. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungle's closing in? You crave wide-open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, Land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to Land.com, find your open space, and get out there.